Tubishvat is 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 a yantar that's enigmatic because we do celebrate it to some extent. We we don't say tachnun. That's that's a halacha uh, during davening, and we know it to be the Rosh Hashanah for the trees. Uh, but what does that mean to us? Why is that a joyous occasion? Now, halachically speaking, the significance of Rosh Hashanah of trees is relevant only in Eretz Yisrael because they take Truma and Meiser and it depends on what year did the fruit grow to determine its exact status when it comes to all the halachas that apply in Eretz Yisrael of Truma and Meiser and Arla and so forth, so on and so forth. But what relevance does it have over here in Chutzla Aretz, in Golos? What's the importance of Tu What's the significance? We also are familiar with the Minig, it's quoted in the Magan Avram, to eat fruit, to make brachas on Tu uh, and we even try to find a new fruit. And what's the depth of that minig as well? What's the meaning of it? There's a fascinating medrash in Megillah Esther in Targum Shani, which says that when Haman was trying to choose the ideal month to uh, plan the eradication of the Jews, his son Shamshai nixed Shvat because Shvat has the yantiv of Rosh Hashanah Leilanis, which is Tuba Shvat. So apparently this day is so significant that and so powerful that it created a schus for Klal Yisrael so much so that Haman and his children understood the futility of uh, choosing this day, this month, as a month to, to, to have their plan of doing anything against the Jews. Now Rav Tzaddik quotes an Arizal who says that Tu is the day where our Avoida is to rectify the sin of Adam Arishan that he committed by eating from the Eitz or with the Eitz and this is do- done through eating of fruits and making the appropriate brachas. That's very interesting. So now there's a new significance to Tu to, to, to B'Shvat. We have a job on this day, and really we'll see this day forward. It's meant to inspire us to do what we need to do to rectify the sin of Adam Arishan. So what does all this mean? So there's a Yerushalmi, which is a fascinating Yerushalmi, and it's really very interesting. Uh, and I've seen it quoted many times. And Yerushalmi is in Sechus Kedushin, is brought down in the Magan Avram as well, Simon uh, Reish Chafei. The Yerushalmi says, Amar Abun, Abun said, Asid Adam litan din v'chashvin. A person eventually is going to have to answer for himself. I'll call ma shara mine migadim. Whenever you saw any fruit, v'loyachal, and you didn't eat it. A person will have to answer for himself, will have to give an explanation to HaKadosh Baruch Hu, din v'chashvin, why is it that you saw this beautiful fruit and you didn't partake? You didn't enjoy it? Fascinating. And the Yerushalmi goes on to say that Reb Eliezer was very concerned about this. And Reb Eliezer would, was, was, a, uh, was in abject poverty. It was, you know, he had very little money. But he would put away a couple of pennies every day throughout the year so that he would have enough money once a year to buy an assortment of fruits so that he could keep this command, this obligation that the Yerushalmi places upon us to partake of everything that HaKadosh Baruch Hu created. And that's also a fascinating thing. He made it a year-long Avaida. And the Sefer Vayelaket Yosef writes that the day that obviously he chose to eat these fruits and be mekayim this obligation of enjoying Hashem's creation was Tu Now the Prem Moshe, who is a, uh, explains the Yerushalmi, he says that what Yerushalmi means is that if a person doesn't make it his business to find different fruit and make a bracha and praise Hashem for it, that He created all these different kinds of fruit, all these species to give us life, to give us sustenance, to give us enjoyment, 
it's as if we don't care and we don't appreciate the effort, so to speak, that Hashem put into granting us kindness, giving good things to us, creating the beautiful world for our benefit. And Rabbi Ezer was very concerned about that, and that's why Rabbi Ezer went out of his way that at least once a year he should have enough fruit so that he can give thanks and praise to HaKadosh Baruch Hu on every single different kind of fruit that he created for our enjoyment. So Rabbi Bechai explains, in the Pasuk, when HaKadosh Baruch Hu commanded Adam Harishan not to eat from the Eitz Adas, it's actually prefaced with something else. The Pasuk begins, Ve'etzav Hashem alekim ala Adam lemer. Hashem commanded Adam Harishan, saying, Mikal Eitz Hagan Ochal Teichal. From all the fruits of the trees you should eat. That's how it starts. Mikal Eitz Hagan Ochal Teichal. You should eat from all the fruits of the trees in Gan Eden. And Eitz Adas, you shouldn't. And that's the one you shouldn't eat from. So the Rebbeinu B'chai explains that this was a mitzvah's assay. This was a mitzvah's assay. Adam Harishan was given two mitzvahs. First, he was given a mitzvah toichel, eat from everything that's in Gan Eden. And then he was given a mitzvah he was given a negative commandment, don't eat from the Eitz Hadas. And the Mesha Chachma says a, 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 a mind-blowing thing. He says that Adam Arishan neglected to tell Chava that there was a mitzvah to eat from all the fruits of the trees. He didn't tell her that. And as a result, when she ate from the fruits of the trees, she didn't know it was a mitzvah, and she didn't have that in mind. And he explains that this kind of thing, if you don't have it in mind, if you don't realize that it's a mitzvah to eat the fruits of the trees, you think the fruits are just nothing, they're, they're chayl, they have no kedusha, no importance to them, then even though she ate it, she wasn't mekayim a mitzvah. She could only be mekayim a mitzvah if she would have known that it was Hashem wanted her to eat it, and she would have been doing it with the express intent to keep the commandment of Hashem. And would she, the Meshach HaChachma says, would she have known, would she have done that mitzvah, would she have been Mikhaim, the very first mitzvah given, Mikol Eitz Hagan Ochel Teichal, it would have protected her. And it would have given her the strength and ability to withstand the temptation to eat from the Eitz Hadas. That's what the Meshach HaChachma writes. That the true problem here of the Chayit Eitz Hadas wasn't the eating from the Eitz Hadas. No. It was the fact that she didn't eat from all the other trees with the intent to keep the mitzvah of Hashem, to eat from all the other trees. And it's fascinating. That means the very first mitzvah, which essentially was the primary mitzvah that Adam Rishon was given, was to eat from all the trees of the field. Now when you think about it, it makes sense that that should be the first and primary mitzvah. The Ramban says in the end of Parshas Bay, well-known Ramban, the very last thing he writes, it's a long Ramban, but the last thing he writes is that what's the point of all the mitzvahs? What's the point of Tyra and mitzvahs? He says the point is that we should believe in Hashem and recognize Him and praise Him for creating us and giving us the opportunity to serve Him. He says there's no other reason for the creation of the world other than that Hashem wanted to give us the ability to know Him, to recognize Him, to connect to Him. And that, he writes, is the importance of davening with a raised koel, davening to Hashem, showing that we recognize Him. You created us. Everything that Hashem created, Hashem created the whole world so that we can see Him in this world, which means we can take the world, enjoy it, and, and understand that Hashem made, it, made this beautiful thing, Hashem made this delicious thing, Hashem gave me this enjoyment so that I could recognize it's from Him and praise Him 
for it. Then it has a point. Then it has a purpose. Then I have a purpose. Then I've achieved my purpose. The very first mitzvah Adam Rishon was given is the purpose of creation. Eat everything I created. Recognize that I created this for your sake. Recognize that I'm trying to bestow goodness upon you. Take advantage of it. Give it a chashivas, give it the worth that it, that it deserves, and thereby recognize who I am and what I mean to you and how much I love you and how much I'm trying to connect to you. That's the purpose of creation, and that's why that was the very first mitzvah. And would Chava had been Mikhaim that mitzvah properly, Eitzadas would not have been a temptation. And this is what the Yerushalmi is saying. The Yerushalmi is saying that every person will be held to that standard. You saw fruit, you saw beautiful things, why didn't you take advantage? That's what I created them for, and that's what I created you for, Hashem says. You, I created you to take advantage of that and recognize me inside those, all those fruits that I have given you the ability to enjoy. The Gemara Brachas says that before we eat from anything, before we make a bracha, I'm sorry, from anything, if we try to eat it, it's me'ila. Me'ila means stealing from hektish, stealing from the property of the Beis HaMikdash. After we make a bracha, Hashem it becomes ours. The Chidusharim explains. He says, when something is hektish, means it was set aside for a purpose. It was set aside to serve Hashem. You have a carbon. A carbon, you say, hareze hektish. This should be the, used in the service of a Kaddish Baruch Hu. It's used in the service, service of a Kaddish Baruch Hu. And then there's a process. You have to go through a process. What do you have to do? You have to shecht it. You have to take the blood. You have to put the blood on the Mizbeach. Once you've done the whole Avaida, you've done the whole service of a Kaddish Baruch Hu, then what happens? Then the meat becomes permitted to eat and a mitzvah to eat. It becomes kachim, which is no me'ila anymore. Why? Because it was nasis mitzvasai. You've done the mitzvah, which is associated with this. You've done the mitzvah, which it was put aside for that purpose. So we have fruit in this world. We have food in this world. It was sent down to this world with a purpose. It's hektish. HaKadosh Baruch Hu put it here and its property of the Beis HaMikdash for the sake of its mitzvah being done. What's its mitzvah? Recognize who created it. Make a bracha. When you make a bracha, you've done its mitzvah. It's like you've taken the blood of a carbon and put it on the mizbeach. And then it becomes not only permissible to eat, it becomes a mitzvah to eat. And that's what we do when we make a bracha. And this is the connection between two bishvat and our avodah to eat the fruits of the trees and to rectify the sin of Adam Harishan. Sarm explained that on Rosh Hashanah, our Rosh Hashanah, the Rosh Hashanah on Aleph, El, on Aleph Tishrei, HaKadosh Baruch Hu decrees what we're going to get throughout the year. How much fruit we're going to get, how much good we're going to get, everything. And the portion of our judgment, which is what fruit are we going to get, that starts on Tu B'Shvat. The trees undertake that job. On the Rosh Hashanah Le'ilanas, they take that decree and they put it into action. And they start creating the fruit, which we are now meant to enjoy. We're meant to take advantage of and thank Hashem for it. And it's on this day of Tu B'Shvat that we then, it's our Avodah to keep that mitzvah with, which Adam Rishon neglected to keep. The mitzvah of Mikol Eitz Haga, Mikol Eitz Haga, that we have to eat everything that Hashem created so that we recognize what Hashem created us for, what Hashem created them for. So we, to keep that obligation that the Yerushalmi puts upon us to benefit from all the wondrous bounty HaKadosh Baruch Hu created in this world so that it could come to its purpose, we could come to our purpose, and we can see HaKadosh Baruch Hu in this world and give Him the proper HaKara Satayv, give Him the proper thanks and praise and, and um, gratitude. And that was why Haman understood this was not a month that he could have any power. 
the power of gratitude, the power of Akarasatai, the power of recognizing HaKadosh Baruch Hu was, of course, the antithesis of everything that Amalek stood for. And that's the meaning and the importance of Tubusha. Tubusha is a beginning. It's a beginning of an Avaidah that we have to put our minds to throughout the year that all the good things Hashem put in this world, He wants us to take advantage of. That's the point. That's what they were created for. And it's a commandment to actually enjoy all the benefits and fruits of the world and through doing that, enable ourselves to see and benefit and feel the love that HaKadosh Baruch Hu put in this creation so that we should see and we should recognize Him and we should praise Him. Have a good night and a wonderful Shabbos.